For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki season two. Now streaming only on Disney+. now how are you now um well ladies and gentlemen folks the canadian national soccer team is currently leading honduras by a score of two to nothing i think they are going to the world cup i think they're gonna do it i legitimately think they're gonna go to the world cup this is something that i have not seen in my entire lifetime a lot of us probably haven't seen in our entire lifetimes and um that would be something quite interesting. Why did I start with that, though? <laughs> Why did I start with that? Well, because your Montreal Canadiens lost yet again, this time by a score of 5-4 to four to the Anaheim Ducks on home ice this time. For the first time in a while, they were back on Bell Center ice in front of no fans, uh, but they lost. And, uh, well, hello and welcome to episode 42 of the Bottom Six Minutes podcast presented by Habs Eyes and the Prize. I am Matt Drake, and I'm a little bit pissed off. Only a little bit. And uh, I'm going to explain why over the course of this podcast, however long it ends up going. Um, It was not that bad of a game for the Montreal Canadiens. They made it entertaining. What I've been saying, you know, over and over and over again throughout the course of this season is I want to be entertained by these games at the very least. If I can't see wins, I would love to see entertaining games. And they did deliver that at the very least in this one it started out great started out great they were out shooting the ducks getting the better chances i think after 10 minutes the ducks had two shots on goal uh the the problem with the fact that they had two shots on goal is that one of them actually went in the second shot of the game uh sam carrick gets a bit of a breakaway uh blue line in breakaway beats caden primo and it's one nothing for the anaheim ducks Habs still the better team better team by far in the first period. Uh, but of course, Larry Dolphins, Laurent Dauphin, takes a four-minute high-sticking penalty. Habs can't even kill the first two minutes. Cam Fowler scores, brings the score to two to nothing. And during the second two minutes, they score again. Uh, Troy Terry gets a one-timer from the circle, makes it three to nothing. Despite heavily outshooting the Anaheim Ducks, the Montreal Canadiens go in to the first intermission down three nothing. I mean, if, if that's not a perfect example of how this season has gone so far, you know, they go four games in a row getting brutally outshot, 
and then for once they spend the first period doing the bulk of the shooting. They are the aggressors in this game, and still they're down three nothing after uh, twenty minutes. Uh, but anyways, we go into the second period. Samuel Montembeau comes out to start the second. Caden Primo was obviously in in the first. Uh, I can't fault them for the goaltender change there. I will fault the coaching staff for some stuff later on, but I cannot fault them for that. It was clearly not his night. I don't really blame him for any of those three goals, but he also didn't look fantastic uh, and let in three goals on what, like, I think it was nine shots? At any rate, uh, you know, not, not a great period. So I understand the goaltender change. But, of course, we uh, we get into the second period. Jake Evans gets an early break. Scores a crazy one from his knees. Literally falling down onto his knees. Scores. Makes it 3-1. to one. But seconds after that, Trevor Zegras just skates around the Montreal zone in behind the net and scores a fucking Michigan goal on Samuel Montembeau. A fucking Michigan. Of all things, the, the Habs are going to get Michigan now. And uh, it's 4-1 to one for the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, but later on in the period, Habs stick with it, right? Mike Hoffman at the goal line throws it out front to Arturi Lekkonen. He gets like a quarter clapper on that thing, not even a snapshot. It was basically a quarter clapper. Uh, makes it 4-2. to two. But then <laughs> Trevor Zegras again, this time with four Habs players just standing around in the slot. There is one Anaheim Ducks player standing in front of the net, and they have four Habs standing in the slot. Trevor Zegras goes out near the point and just waits for it. Gets a shot, one-timer in, 5-2 to two for the Anaheim Ducks. <clears throat> now, this is where it gets interesting. This is where the entertainment factor comes in because the Montreal Canadiens, they don't give up on this one. Less than two minutes into the third period, Rem Pitlick gets below the great line. Great work by Rem Pitlick. Honestly, what a great pickup off waivers he's been so far. Uh, finds Jake Evans. He dangles and gets his second of the night to make it 5-3. to three. Later on in the period, Larry Dolphins, Laurent Dauphin, gets in loose and gets hauled down on a breakaway. Gets a penalty shot. And he walks in, puts a beautiful couple of stick handles on that puck, and then just goes to the backhand and slides it through the five hole to make it 5-4. to four. The Montreal Canadiens are in this thing. They have a shot. They have a shot at winning a game that they absolutely should have won in the first place. But it was not to be so. The Canadiens pulled their goaltender. Uh, Samuel Montembeau went to the bench. They had an extra attacker. Had a couple of opportunities, but unfortunately could not get that equalizing goal. And 5-4 was the final score in favor of the Anaheim Ducks. Kudos to them. They managed to beat a team that doesn't know how to play defense because their coaching staff doesn't know how to structure defense. And that is going to be my gripe today because I honestly enjoyed that game. Like, that was a much, much more entertaining game than the one in Minnesota. But my problem is when I when I look at some of the goals that are going in against the Habs, I'm like, if you just have a better defensive structure, th- these don't happen. They don't. The second Trevor Zegers goal, okay? Let's actually let's go back to the first Trevor Zegers goal, the, the Michigan goal. All right. If you look at that play, nobody even thinks about challenging him as a puck carrier as he goes around the net. Right? Nobody challenges him while he's on his way around behind the net, and nobody challenges him as he comes around the other side of the net either. They just let him skate around and do the Michigan. It's not 
that I want to take away from how skillful that goal is. It is very skillful. But let me tell you something. I have played I played hockey competitively for like 20 years. I can pick the puck up like that. If you just let me skate around behind the net unchecked, I'm going to try it every time. I don't think I could do it in an NHL game or anything like that. But what they did there was they all collapsed into the slot. So you had four Habs players basically standing in the slot watching it happen. Nobody at any point thought about, oh, I'm going to go around that back post and maybe I'm going to D him up so there's no wraparound attempt, right? Forget the, the Michigan for a second, like even D up the wraparound. They did none of that. They're all collapsing into the slot. And then we get to the second Zegras goal. The second Zegras goal was far more egregious, at least on the first one when he does the Michigan. I can give them that, listen, that is a display of skill from a guy who knows what he's doing with the puck, all right? You gave him a little bit of space, and he took it, and he ran with it. So I'll give them that one, right? Let's say I'm wrong about that, okay? Matt, you're 100% wrong. There's no way they could have defended uh, Zegers doing what he did there. All right, I'll give you that. Now let's look at the second goal. They had four Habs in the slot defending one Ducks player in front of the net. That's, that's literally all the Ducks had. They had one guy out front, but the Montreal Canadiens had four people in the slot screening their own goaltender. So, of course, Anaheim, they're being given the perimeter, so they take the perimeter. They're using the perimeter. They get it out to Trevor Zegers, who has a good shot, and guess what? He scores through traffic. Samuel Montembeau cannot see where that shot's coming from because he has four of his own players plus one of the Ducks standing directly in the slot creating traffic. Now, if you don't believe me and you're listening to this uh, on Spotify or, or wherever else, just do me a favor and when you get an opportunity to go to www.habsizeintheprize.com because I'm going to make this a focus of the article for this podcast. So you will notice an article from me on the site and uh, I'm going to put the clip that I cut of that goal specifying all of the players in the slot. It's it's maddening, and it's very similar to a goal that the Minnesota Wild scored against the Habs the other night in in that 8-2 to two blowout. They did the exact same thing. They were cycling the puck up high to the point, taking shots from the top of the circle, and the Habs had four guys in the slot covering one, maybe two players from Minnesota that were in the slot. Right This night against the, the Ducks, they only had one player in the slot, and they're still all collapsing into the slot, playing this super passive box hockey in their own zone when it's five on five. Right, If it was a penalty kill, if they were killing a penalty, I could understand them playing like that, but they weren't killing a penalty. They were playing five on five, and that's the way that they decided to play, which tells me very clearly this is coached. This is coached. This is not something that they're deciding to do on their own. This is what the coaches are telling them to do. Now, that being said, I've been very hard on Dominique Ducharme. Uh, I would like to include now Luke Richardson in this critique. All right? I want him gone too. I want the entire coaching staff fired, if I'm being completely honest. But specifically, I want Dominique Ducharme and I want Luke Richardson gone. They don't know what they're doing. It's fine to be losing games at this point. It's good. It's good. You know, Shane Wright had three points in his uh, in his game tonight for the Kingston uh, Frontenac. Um, this is a guy that you, you want to get on your team. This is definitely a good part of a rebuild right there. A lot of people are making comparisons to Patrice Bergeron. That great guy to have for your rebuild, right? But when you have goals being scored against you like that, 
where you're just collapsing into the slot and you just have everybody in there in the slot covering nobody, it tells you that you you do not have the right coaching staff. They don't know how to structure a defense. Um, Lucas Vademo played like four minutes in that game. Why are you not playing your young players and, and finding out, you know, what do you have, right? It's just <laughs> night after night after night, there's plenty of issues that you can point at that, that really show that the coaching staff is not right for the job. I would clean house in the coaching staff completely. But anyways, uh, silver lining of the night, um, I, I got to go with Jake Evans. I was tempted to go with Larry Dolphins because uh, he scored that beautiful penalty shot goal. But uh, I, I got to go with Jake Evans. He scored two beautiful goals. Beautiful goals. Jake Evans would be a guy for me that would be on my no trade list uh, as they approach the trade deadline because I don't see anybody giving up enough uh, to replace what Jeff, Jake Evans brings to the lineup. He's, he's cheap, great guy for your bottom six, amazing guy for your bottom six. And if you're going into a rebuild, the, the one thing that you need more than anything is cost-effective guys, right? Because you want to be able to control your costs moving forward so that as you you know, come to the tail end of that rebuild and you can start to really be competitive again, you have some money to spend because you have those guys that don't cost you an arm and a leg to play in your bottom six, right? So uh, I, I, that's my silver lining. Uh, I, I thought he had a great game. Um, I thought there was a pretty good case for Dauphin. I thought there was a pretty good case for Archery Lekkonen. Uh, but I, I got to go with Jake Evans in that one. Um, great game from him. Hoping to see a little bit more of that. Um, but overall, I mean, the, the the takeaway I get from that game is we need new coaches. We, we need new coaches. They're not going to succeed with this coaching group. It's not going to matter how many first overall picks they get in a row. It's not going to matter what free agents decide they're willing to sign with us. We, we need new coaches. We need new coaches. We need new coaches. I'm going to say it a million times until it happens. The good news is the mainstream media is starting to take notice. Now we're starting to see articles from the mainstream saying that they want a new coach. And when the mainstream starts saying things that a lunatic like myself has been saying for months, that's when you know it's probably getting closer to actually happening. So stay tuned. I wonder if... You know, this quick homestand, they're not playing or practicing next week. That would be a great time, a great time to install a new coach or at least an interim coach while you do an actual coach search. And um, I, I honestly wonder if by Monday or Tuesday of next week, we don't have the news coming out that Dominique Charme and I hope Luke Richardson have both been fired. But anyways, that's... That's my, what, my ninth or tenth time asking for new coaches this season. So, um, obviously, maybe I'm just a wishful thinker. I'm going to end it there. We're running, what, uh, over 14 minutes, close to 15 minutes this time. So, uh, we are on Spotify, Google Play, Apple, Megaphone. Uh, I'm on Twitter at DrakeMT. Drop me a follow. I would appreciate it very much. Until next time, which... You don't have to wait very long because it's going to be on Saturday night against the Edmonton Oilers. We'll see if Evander Kane is going to be able to play in that game or not. Very controversial signing for the Edmonton Oilers. But we absolutely will be getting a nice look at Connor McDavid. And I shudder to think what this tight, passive box that the Montreal Canadiens are playing on defense is going to give up against a guy like Connor McDavid. Anyways, thank you very much for listening. As always, I'd have to
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.